This episode is brought to you by marketing consulting firm, the Bonafide Lyrics and Marketing, LLC, where creativity meets business. You can check us out at www.theblm.com for more information on how we help local artists and creatives maximize their business presence. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey, It's hey. the All Love, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Check hey. us out. Hey. It's the All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. podcast. Uh-huh, podcast. uh-huh. All Love, Oh, No Fear Podcast. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. What up? What you know, up? You know what you sound like? Um, Fabio Foreign. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't remember right. any of the words. All I remember from the song is, hey, hey, hey. That's what you sound like. That's right. I'm just being honest. Okay. You don't appreciate that anymore? Oh, we, we, we can. You, you, you like Fabio, so that's cool. I do. I told you I, I uh, do say Palooza introduced me to like a whole new like genre of like rap and artists that I had no clue of prior. So yeah, Fabio is one of them. Yes. And to be clear, that song went up in Barclays. Yes, okay. It, it it went up. I was like, I, what is this? Yes. It did go up. I was out here like an old lady with my sound hound, like, what is this? Huh? <laughs> huh? What is Because I had no idea, but everybody in there knew what it was. It was yeah. very, was very I guess uh, we, confused. Yeah, which, uh, rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Yes. He, because uh, uh, he was there also. Yes. And that, uh, Welcome to the Party went off. Yeah. At Barclays, I was like, I was, that was another one that had me with my sound. I'm like, what is this? How you know we don't go out? Who who is this? How you know we don't go out? No way. Seriously, we don't. Um, but yeah, <laughs> rest in peace to Pop Smoke. Um, he was only 20 years old. I don't think I realized he was that young. Um, I knew he was like young, but not like 20. I thought he at least had broken 21, 25 something. Yeah. Um, he was actually like supposed to do a tour next month mm-hmm. and he had a couple up. dates at a couple festivals I saw that he was supposed to be popping up at so um, you know it's very unfortunate um, that he uh, passed away such a, at such a young age and in such a violent way um, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. you know it's just you know I saw I heard somebody say it's crazy that he left the hood to go to LA and got caught out there because um, you think oh it's going to be safe but it's not but then I was reading online that you know the Hollywood Hills is like a very uh, high break-in area. Although I don't believe any of the storylines about this being any type of break-in or robbery. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I, I won't get into all that. Um, but, yeah, rest in peace to um, his family, I mean, to him and to, you know, prayers for his family and friends and fans and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lady I follow on Instagram who actually, like, knew him when he was a child. Like, he was part of, like... Uh, this like creative arts performing arts group in Brooklyn and she had pictures of him when he was like uh, a young kid or whatever and he was involved in like uh, this uh, African dance group it looked like and it was just nice she was like you know talking about how you know to the world he's pop smoke but to us he's Bashar and you know this is really really sad it's just really sad to see you know kid go out like that you know Cause he looked like he really had a lot of promise and potential and you know, just the way his song was going off in Barclays. Like when I tell you all those people in there were like rapping along, like I was like, what's going on? Yeah. And yeah, 
he was definitely on a wave of of doing something big. So it's just really sad to see um, that cut short. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's what's going on. How are you? Um. I'm going. I'm doing all right. Just um. I've had a terrible sickness last <laughs> weekend. I was feeling crazy. Terrible sickness. Terrible, terrible sickness. sickness. I was knocked out. Um. I had a stomach virus. I felt crazy. I couldn't even do nothing. I and I what I don't like. Let's have a conversation about. I don't like when um anytime I'm sick. It's always like, uh, you might not be that bad because guys, guys over complain everything. And I'm like, do not be that way all the time. Can I, can I just be sick? Without... But who said you were over complaining? I never saying, said anything. I never said you did. Okay, I'm just saying. I, I never know, said anything. I just know I get that a lot. Yeah, I mean, you, you I, did. You 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 actually didn't seem as like dramatical as you normally do. I was actually really proud that you. I'm like, not dramatic that. when I'm sick. Okay. I'm like, I actually don't okay. feel good. Okay. Okay. We can agree to disagree. It's fine. It's fine. I don't I don't have to. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. But you you actually did really well. Um this yeah, week. I was very proud you. of you. I was very proud. I was very proud of how you handled yourself. Cause when I came home on was it Saturday, you were like I was expecting you to be like balled up like a burrito, like with the full armor of God on, just you know <laughs> being the usual sick person that you are but you actually seemed you know like you had your life together a little bit which was really really exciting so what i gotta appreciate your progress and your growth i don't see why that's not appreciated that i'm appreciating your process your progress and growth it's fine though it's fine it's fine it's gonna be okay it's gonna be okay um yeah it's been it's been a week um yeah so much has happened so much has happened Yet I feel like nothing has happened at the same time. Yeah. So, you know. But um, shout out to y'all. Thank you so much for listening once again. Word. Shout out to people on Spotify, Apple yeah. Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, are we still on our Probably not. Um, I don't know. I'm only asking because um, I know we, we switched a bunch of stuff around. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think everything's still up the way it is. Yeah. Um, it should be. Uh, if any problems, please email us. Word. How long are you gonna see this? Just email us. Just do it. Uh, <laughs> just email us. If you have any problems, we're on, we're on Spotify. Yeah, and if like you that. have our phone numbers, just text us and we'll try to fix whatever problem. Whatever problem it is that, on that the platform. Arise. Yes. Um. Only I know that there might be a skip in the actual website, but we're gonna post it on Spotify. Because you can still, you don't need to pay for Spotify to listen to a Spotify. Yes, no. You can, so, you can absolutely please. do this for the free-free. Yeah, I do. Yes. So, um, thanks thanks so much for everybody um, for checking us out. I really do. We really do support. And we're, we're, we're excited about every single person when every single one. Yes, who's for sure. Us. Absolutely. 100%. Um, uh, I guess we could do a mindless plug. Mindless plug, we have our, we schedule our um, book discussion series. Yes. For March seventh yes. at one p.m. Yes. Um, to go over the Jay Z Made in America book by yes, Michael Eric Dyson. Yes. I hope you will participate. Yes. Um, you can RSVP on our website at theblm.com/events. Yes. Also, we should also put it on the podcast website too. I feel like. I, well, it's because we can't get a twenty do yet. 
Okay. Um, also, just FYI, we are um, selling T-shirts. Hashtag my love is fearless. Yes. This is the last day of the series. Please get your T-shirt. Yes, you can. We've got merch. We'll, we'll be taking orders also at the um, book reading also. Yes. All right. So thank you so much for all of your participation. And, and we're going to go support. right into our love it or lose it. Hey. Love it or hey, lose hey, hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. Okay. The, the people don't, don't need distributor. You don't know. You don't know what they mean. I'm mostly, me. I'm mostly referring to me when I say okay. the people. Okay. So that's, that's different than the people. I am people, though. You're, I am a person. You're a person. Yes. But there might be other people. I don't know. You don't know. You don't know. I don't. But neither do you, and that's that's the real game. I can find people you. Where? Oof, who's a pole? Mm, mm. <laughs> I, I, if that's how you want to use your time and your energy, <laughs> that's a hundred percent up to you. I, I would not recommend personally. We well, you know you do what you want, because okay. you're an adult right. who are me to stop you. Okay, so um, I love it or lose it this week. Um, full disclosure. My brain cells are not operating at their peak potential. Um, yeah, it's just I'm having L struggle with the thinking part of life um, this week. I'm going to work on it, but currently struggling. Um, so I have to come up with something on the fly. Um, so, yeah, this is it. So, bye, nosy. Um Love to lose it. Okay. Jay Z song edition. Okay. Because we, I've seen you with this Jay Z book all week. You've been reading it and highlighting it and getting prepared for this event. And I was like, the front of the book, um, if you like tilt it at the right angle, you can see that it's lyrics of story to OJ, story okay. of OJ, um, along the, uh, the 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 book jacket. So I was like, hmm, Mark's a Jay Z fan. Let's make him choose some songs. Make them choose some songs. It's provocative. Gets the people going. Um, you're gonna have to throw a Jay Z song away. Hopefully, hopefully it'll survive this. Um, so I just picked four random songs off of four different albums. Um, songs that I feel like you like and that most people know as well. I wasn't trying to dig into the weeds of the B sides because I was just like about <laughs> the weeds. Like because like if if you're not a fan fan, you don't know some of these songs, and it's just like, what is that, huh? So I tried to pick things that I felt like most people know or are aware of. These are not necessarily favorite Jay Z songs. These are just songs that I feel like most people would know, and I know for sure that Mark definitely knows. So your love it or lose it, Jay Z songs. The story of OJ. Okay. Rock Boys and the winner is okay. Encore. Okay. And Renegade. Okay. What's your lose it? Encore. Tell me more. Um, I know those four. It's Encore. Um, that's not my favorite song on the album. Actually, I think I skip that song every time on Black Album. And I don't think it's a bad song. I think I think I like. I think I heard it too many times. Okay. I think I just heard it too many times. I think that's really what it is. I think. When the Black Album came out, that song came out all the time. And I was like, all right, that's enough for this song. <laughs> I think that's what it was. I, I, I think it's lyrically good. It has some great stuff. Mm-hmm. It has some great lyrics in that song. I think right. I like a lot of a lot of lyrics in that song. But I think I just, I've just i heard it too many times. 
Right. <laughs> like, it was it was getting annoying. And I, I, it's not even useful because I don't think he even prefer it as much as I just heard it. Right. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's enough this one. See, I started, I started <laughs> not to pick that one because I was like, I feel like Mark's going to be like, Ugh, it's too commercial. But then I was like, I don't want to pick public service announcement because so. I know you do. So I was like, let me not skew the results here. And, I, and that's, that's a strong A-side. Right. Public service announcement is not necessarily a song that people know. Like, shoot, I just figured out that that was the name, like, what, two years ago? Um, so, you know, I, I, like I said, I was trying to keep it like as generic and like songs that people know for sure. Know as much as possible. Like people might know it, know the name. Mm-hmm. When they, people, when people first hear it, like, oh, I know the song. Like I know what. Yeah. Cause I was look, looking that's, at the, like, that's, that's an A side. That's having a song. Yeah. I guess. It's I mean, interlude. It is interlude. Correct. <laughs> it's not a song. <laughs> Whatever. It's two minutes and 53 seconds. At this point it counts as a song. Um, <laughs> Because an interlude don't need to be that long. It's FYI. That one is... Um, it's what? I'm trying to remember how like, the talking part starts. I'll just go right into it. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hove. H to the O. Like that whole thing. Mm-hmm. That's an interlude. I know that that's the one that most people know. I've heard many times. But that's mm-hmm. actually an interview, interlude. Whatever. It's a song. He's just trying to be fancy and make it an interlude. But sir, if it's more than two minutes long, I think you've got to count it as a song, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at um at the encore lyrics and I like I really do like the lyrics. It's just I just heard it too many times. I think that's really the only issue I have with it. I heard it way too many times. Hater rating and holler rating in the dancery. But but story of OJ is like close up there. Cause like compared to that renegade the Rock Boys. Yeah. Encore is your throwaway? Encore is my throwaway. Okay. Um, so you lose it. Story OJ is close. Okay. It's like it's. Because Story of OJ, I think it was good. Mm-hmm. I think it was impactful. But I don't know if I, how many times I listened. Like. How I listen to songs is weird, um, because like I, it's not that it has to be good, but it has to be something that I, I want. I want to keep listening to, mm-hmm. and I don't know if I want to keep listening to Story OJ all the time. Okay, that's valid. It's valid. I don't know if I can jam to that all the time. It's valid, because I think that's my lose it of these. Is the story of OJ? Yeah, like I don't dislike it as a song. I think the message of it is great. Um, I think it's like a great kind of opener to the album, so to speak. Um, but I think it's the, the second song after the, uh, what is that, prelude, or whatever it is, uh, whatever you want to call it. And I it, I like it, but like I don't know if it's a song I go back to on that album and listen to all the time. I actually personally prefer on the 444 album, I think, every song but that one. Um, yes, I'm gonna say, and, and like well, I, again, I don't, I don't dislike it necessarily, but it's not the one I'm like running back to. Like, I think my favorite song off of Four 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 is actually um, Legacy. Yeah, um, yeah, Legacy is good. I that's that's my jam. But um, but yeah, like I I, I think that um, but like that that's the issue I've ha- I always have with um Jay Z albums is like I never like the the A song as much as the rest of the album. Yeah, like the, the hit that he puts out. Mm-hmm. I never like it. I like the bust of the album much more. And I, I, I feel like 
like by by like the seventh time he's done it, I feel like it's just calculated. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's done it every time. He's always like puts something out, and I'm always like, yeah. The rest of the album is better than the act that song. Yeah, I'm the like, actual oh, okay. song. Yeah. So like, he he's done it so many times that I'm like, okay, that like I realized that he kind of like he puts the most commercial song out. Yeah. But doesn't mean it's the rest of the album. Cause I, I think that that happens every time. Every time he puts out a song, it proves like this. How's this album going to sound? And then the album's fine. Yeah, this is like that song is not the. But I mean, it, it is. This one actually was a better first um, first single in my opinion than some of the others. It was, it, was that, it actually was attention capturing in a good way. Like, oh, what's no, what else are we? Really good. Like, I, I I agree. What else are we talking about? Yeah, I got it. Uh, actually, it wasn't even a single. Let me not be a whole liar. I think it's the one that just became. What's the first video? Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't like an actual like single single. No, they, off the song. I don't think anybody. There was really any. Um, yeah, technically singer. the singles were four 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 Bam and Family Feud, which. Okay. But like Bam is the only acceptable one out of because because there was one that was like they kept um there was at one point when the when the album first dropped he dropped a video every week mm-hmm. yeah the first video he dropped was story of OJ mm-hmm. yeah that was the first video he dropped word all right um which, so love it love, um, it. love it. it love it ready it okay um um yeah uh. Yeah, I th- I think I like the I like the back and forth a lot between those two. Yes. Um. I think Eminem was a better rapper on the song. Actual facts. I don't think they he killed him as much as they people act like he killed him on it. Yeah. I think he was a better rapper on the song. Yes. I I think to say he killed him is is a little excessive. It's and I I I think. I think people always like they always give Eminem a leg up. They don't people don't judge Eminem like they judge other rappers. Mm-hmm. They don't judge other rappers. They don't judge rappers the same way they judge Eminem. Which is well, it's what the benefit Eminem gets, which is fine. Right. But they don't judge him the same, and like it, it um, it's different because people knew who Jay Z was, mm-hmm. and Eminem came out of nowhere. Yeah. So that that's really what it was because it was like Eminem came out of nowhere. He just he Eminem kind of just started mm-hmm. and he came out of nowhere. So like right, it was like Ur? so like that with that with that mindset, it's going to be a big impact. <laughs> yeah. So just off of years versus years, Jay Z's um, Eminem is going to win that battle in general. Just off of that, off the strength of that. Right. Um. But yeah. And um, and like people didn't really expect that from him, mm-hmm. and I think that's kind of what it was. But yeah, I I, I think that um, but I think Jay Z's um verse, his second verse, is crazy to me. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it's um, but I, I think I like Renegade might be it's gonna be, will be my love it out of those. But I do like Rock Boys. Yeah. Um, Rock Boys is more um of. It's more of like a complete song, I guess. Because mm-hmm. Renegade is more just spit back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I do like Renegade more as, as this. Uh, I do like Renegade more, but I do Rock Boys is better is a better song. Yes. Yeah, I think Rock Boys is my love it. Um, 
I don't know why, but I from the very moment, very first time I heard that song, I was like, oh, I'm into this. And it's just like, I, you know what I think I like about it a lot is like the the dynamics of it and how like Jay-Z plays with words on that song. Like there's a part where he says, like, it's literally a tongue twister. Like, it's like, let your hair down, baby. I just hit a score. Pick any place on the planet. Pick a shore. Take what the Forbes figure, then figure more. Cause they forgot to account what I did with the raw. Pick a time. Let's pick apart some stores. Pick a weekend for freaking for figure fours. I figure hands never hit a lick before. So they don't know the feeling when the things get. like, it's just like the way he says it. It's like, yeah. you almost bite your tongue trying to say it. Like I literally <laughs> have to pull the words up so I can say it the right way and not bite my tongue off. But it's like the way he says it, it's just like, for figure, like the way he just, ugh. It just, every time I hear it, I'm like, this man is rapping. <laughs> He's rapping. <laughs> like I'm just I get my life every time. Like it just it just gives me everything I need. And it's just like the 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 there's like a braggadocious like just like you know like I'm that guy, me and my friends, we're those guys kind of vibes. I just really like that song. Like it always makes me happy to hear it. So yeah, yeah I think that's my that's my love it of or the Jay Z songs. I was considering Renegade as a second option, but I was like, as I was listening to it talk about Renegade, I actually went and looked up the lyrics of both, and I was like, the second verse on Renegade is crazy, but it's like there's something about the. I think I agree with what you said that um, Rock Boys is more of a complete song, yeah. so it's just like the storytelling is a little more uh, rounded out. Yeah, on that song, and I think I remember where I was when I heard Renegade too, and okay. I think that's why it impacted me. Yeah, I remember when I heard Renegade, I was like, what, what is this? What's happening? <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, yeah, they are rapping. They are rapping. My God, my God. So yeah, what's it like that? Okay. No, okay. Well, <laughs> try to be in the moment with you. Um, <laughs> I did. I tried to be in the moment with you. You did not appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, that's that's, that's our love it or lose it for the week. Uh, looking forward to the commentary that we will receive from um our lovely loyal listeners. And if there were some songs that you felt that like we should have included on here and we didn't, definitely let us know. Right. Um, again, like I said before, this is kind was, of like, yeah, it was quick. It was quick. Had to take fast on my feet. And, uh, this is what we came up with. So that's that on that for our love it or, or lose it. it. Hey, love it. Love it. Or lose it. Hey, love it. Or lose it. Oh, love it. Or lose it. Oh, yeah. All right. That's um, a lot. Um, yeah. So let's go right into our topic, our topic for today. Yes. My Love is Fearless series. This is our last um, topic in the series. Um, you know, Black History Month is ending. Care sad. Um, but we're going to talk today about, you know, how to fearlessly navigate our blackness. Yes. And what that means yes. to each of us. Yes. So, go on, Mark. So, um, this topic came up because, like... Um, I've been thinking about this for a while, how sometimes we um, we are fearful about coming off as too black, or we're fearful of coming off as um, not uh, classy enough, or mm-hmm. coming off a certain way. Like, it kind of plays, in, I guess, a little bit into respectability politics we talked about before, but like, it's more of just... We we just have this fearfulness of what what it of 
coming off a certain way. Like, um, and this kind of, um, I, like I said, like Kristen said, I've been reading this book, um, the Jay-Z book a lot. And like when he was talking about Nipsey Hussle and how Nipsey, he was doing so much to buy the block back and everything like that, but he was also still like wearing jeans, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, wearing like, like he wasn't like dressed up, suited up, and everything. Right. And like corporate events and everything, he was still. Right. And I think that's why people. A certain way. Like when he passed away, I think that's why people had like this like. When people were saying he was, you know, reminiscent of you know, black leaders that you know have passed, like you know Martin and Malcolm, and people were kind of saying that what he was doing in terms of his activism and the things he was talking about was reminiscent of that. Like people were kind of pushing back against it because he wasn't dressed like them correct they were like uh-uh mine and them have more suits or whatever which they did that's fine but it's like it's 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 almost like people can't conceptualize that uh a leader could be somebody that's dressed like that correct and i i think that we've um we've assimilated to this notion that like you have to be dressed a certain way to be respected mm-hmm um, and even even with our own. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I mean, I think there is something to that to a certain degree. Um, and I only say this because of, you know, a professional experience that I'm currently having with um, an individual who just, but, but you, you know. But you're talking about an environment that has set rules already. Right. Correct. Yes. <laughs> I understand environments that set rules already, you have to abide by the rules that the environment sets. Right. And it has, but there is something to say for someone who sets their own. Yeah. Who who creates who creates, and I understand for an environment that sets the rules, um, that everybody is abiding by the set of rules. When other people try to get out of those rules, um, when everyone try to get gets out of those um rules, it makes it seem like you're not part of the group. So I get that, mm-hmm. which I understand. I think that's a different point though. Okay. I think it's a different point from um, how we view just leaders who, how we view people who own their own businesses, mm-hmm. how we, we um, view millionaires, mm-hmm. how we view, because like, even like, um, I remember like people posting, um, they would show a picture of, I saw a picture, it was a picture of Bill Gates, mm-hmm. um, Zuckerman, mm-hmm. and um another one but like basically a picture of those three mm-hmm. and was saying like look at them they're the richest people and they don't have any gucci stuff and like that i was like yeah but they're also their field is it right like there's <laughs> they're, 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 like like i've never known the it guys to be the style the style mavens yeah like okay? like that's they're, not like they're, 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 they're it they're not um they're, they're, they're not the ones with the drip i don't see it their um their money has nothing to do with their social skills no. The money has nothing to do with their social impact. The money has nothing to do with um, networking. It has nothing to do with any of those things. Right. The money and just had... because they're wearing simple clothes doesn't mean those clothes are cheap. Correct. Because I think somebody did some research and figured out that Mark Zuckerberg's t-shirts be like $300 a pop. Yeah. So I'm like, just because yeah. it, it looks like the little Walmart joint doesn't mean that it is. Correct. Just saying. But yeah. So, but like, I, I think like people um, fail to understand that. So like they think that because of that, that um, 
people like Jay Z is less than everybody else because like he dresses a certain way. Like right. Like so like now I think Jay Z's on his um like not big natural hair movement now. <laughs> whatever yeah, that was like with the suits. Him and him and what's his face looking the same way. Him and uh, what's in it, J Cole. Yeah, he's like that's his big thing he's doing now. Um, and which people like, and which everybody of course is now saying, uh, why don't you just do some do some to your hair? You know, people are saying that now. But because like, I mean, it looks clean. Yeah, but you know, people moisturize. Like, people are not people are not gonna listen to anything outside of a Caesar. Uh, <laughs> I mean, some some people just aren't into hair on men. Yeah, on on black men specifically, they're yeah. not into hair on black men. Um, and like. And like it, it's just it's just interesting, like, and like I I guess what I'm saying is I I think we have to um find a way to like be fearless in terms of how we move and stop worrying so much about the impact and try and try to create a lane mm-hmm. and try to create a lane instead of keep trying to follow a lane. Okay. And everything. C- create a lane of your own style instead of trying to follow a lane. And I think that's kind of what, what where I'm getting to. If you want, this does not mean if you want to dress up, don't dress up. Please, if you want to dress up, go ahead. Right. <laughs> Have a field day. Right. Have fun with your dress up. Be suitable. <laughs> do all you need to do. That's right. <laughs> dress up. That's all you have to do. That's that's not what um what I am implying. What I am implying is that sometimes um. It's okay to have your own style in terms of clothes, um, your own way of talking, mm-hmm. your own. Um, the King's English should not be the only way you have to talk. <laughs> it shouldn't. It shouldn't. I yeah. mean, listen. It, it's a. It's it's a like um. The reason why I'm also saying all this because it it's always acceptable for non-black people to talk in slang. And I don't like it. But like I don't like it. But when when non-black people talk in slang, it's always like oh, okay, like and pe- people non-black people talk in slang like, Let's of not. all levels of all financial levels. Let's not. They do it in all financial levels, and no one takes anything low of them. And I wanted it, to stop. It only happens when black people talk in slang that we're like, oh, they're less than everybody. This is like no man. And I, I know how to code switch I, with the best of and them. I, and I think that's 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 kind of what bothers me about it. Um, in the words of Paul Mooney, when, when everybody want to be. But don't nobody want to be a... <laughs> because like no, um, every other race when they talk in slang, it's never a big thing. When every other race when they listen to hip hop, it's like they're trying on a cool new, yeah. new, new jacket or well, something. Like people listen to hip hop, listen to hip, um, crazy hip hop all the time and everything. No one says anything. Don't that be the funniest when you see <laughs> a not black person? Listening to some wild hip hop, and you just look at them like, "Wow!" And and, and, and they always I, looking at you like, and, oh. "And I'm not saying just better than hip hop. It'd be, it'd be like the wildest, wildest nonsense, right? Like it definitely be some like suburban, like just Long Island white dudes, 17, 18, you know, or me, or, me, or thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Yeah, giving me a giving me a Brock and a Thad T, be rocking to Pop Smoke. I'm like, how do you even know what this is? <laughs> how? But like, but 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 we told you. But that happens. That happens a lot. That happens a lot because we, we we've we've um assimilated into all points from the culture because we, we are the culture we we are the culture and we we tell everybody what's cool yes so we everybody do. So, but we are the arbiter of cool we're, we're the arbiter of cool but we can't do it <laughs> and it's like but but you want to we're do the it arbiter of doing, of doing what everybody else is cool but we can't do it because we will be low class if we do it but if everyone else does it they're cool 
Yes, and sir. that's what drives me crazy about it. Yeah. And I think that's kind of where this whole thing comes from. It's kind of like why we we can we can produce a bunch of things, but we can't um, wear said things. Word. Um, I think um, someone was making this um, statement how like that we were, we can our, our music can be in certain spaces, but we can't. Which is insane. <laughs> like, OB, our music being played in certain spaces where, like, it's mostly, like, all all um, all the races and everything, but we, we, we wouldn't be in attendance. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, um, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird um, feeling. And, like, I just want us to be more comfortable with um, listening to our music, comfortable dressing the way you want. Like, that, that's kind of what this is, is being comfortable with that and not thinking about that because they, they do it to our music all the time but we feel like we can't right it's like and i think that's kind that, of where that's, this whole thing that's, comes that's from. problematic because the reason they even know about it is because one of us made it and somehow it filtered its way down to them so to me i'm like why are you feeling embarrassed about like you know listening to hip-hop at your desk while you work or like you know putting it on at the company office party or whatever i'm like they be listening to it too all the time. All the time. Like you're not, you're not a less sophisticated black because that's what you like. That's our stuff. Yeah, it's okay to do it. It's okay to do it. Like, and 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 like, it's it's insane because like because like that happens to everything. It happens to everything that um we create. Like they had they have twerking classes. White people have twerking classes all the time. And I'm just like for what? And selling and everything like do that. Do you even know where twerking came from? Like, do you even know what it's about? Like, like do, but, you, do, but you, do you know your history? Do you know it? Do you know it? <laughs> but I bet you don't. But they're doing have full classes about it and everything like that. And like we have a bunch of middle age um, just moms like, guys, just dancing, doing taking Christmas classes. If y'all classes, don't cut it, you'll have. It, which is which is crazy because I, I think that's really what the big thing about Zumba is. The big thing about Zumba is basically. Um, people who are not the culture don't want to celebrate the culture, don't want them in spaces. Is have like you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I understand. What it's you the mean. same, it's the same concept. Yeah. Um, and it's it's the same thing with the Zumba. It's a, it's the same because when y'all do a twerk class, it's fitness. When we do a twerk class, we thought pocket it. Yeah. Um, the same thing when they have like braiding hair classes. Like I, I've I've seen all the braiding th- hair classes. I've seen it all, but like, but they're they're not. Your hair not set up for braiding, baby. Don't do but, that. But 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 they're not, they're not they're not going to. The establishment that we have and getting braided, they're like, they're, you know what I'm saying? Like, this are they is... Rachel Dolo's all in it? Because you know she'd be braiding here. She actually looks like she's good, by the way. Just saying. I've, I've seen her. I've seen her work. It doesn't look bad. I have to say, I wouldn't let her braid my hair personally, but I have seen what she has done. It's not bad. I was pleasantly surprised. Just being honest, pleasantly That's surprised. That's right. But um, yeah, like I, I, I think that we, we. We have everybody else embracing our culture but us. Yeah, yeah. Everybody else embraces the things that we have created but us because what we, we think that what we created is low class, low quality. Right. Um, if everything like that. So we, we we have everybody else doing embracing it, doing the things that we um embracing things we created but we 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 have. Right. We we will embrace it but only in private. Yeah. And and um in um private spaces, not in shared yeah. spaces. Yeah. Cause I was where was I the other day? I was when we were at Boston Market and I saw this like young white kid walk in and I was like, the way he is dressed is so black people it's not even funny. 
like the jeans he had on, I think he had on like a Supreme hoodie. Um, and then he had on what, what the, some, some of the, one of the Jordans, cause you know, I don't know nothing about the Jordans. And then he had on like a, like a, like a Supreme, like, like hat and whatever. I was just like, you look like the dudes I'd be seeing on the street in the city and in Brooklyn. Like mm-hmm. you look just like that. I'm pretty sure you're not from any of those places. You're not. At least from East Albertson. You're, <laughs> you're not hood affiliated. So East Albertson. Hood adjacent. Or you're from East Williston. Yeah. <laughs> um, but here you are. Yeah. This is how you're presenting, and on you, it looks one way. You're not perceived as any type of anything. It's just like, oh, that's a cool outfit. But on the black person who made this particular style a vibe, they're looked at Looking crazy. as like threatening or or mm-hmm. there's a problem with what they have on. I'm like, oh, something's not right there. There's a lot, a lot wrong. There's a lot there's wrong. wrong. Yeah, I just think that, you know, the other thing that we have to remember is that Blackness is not monolithic. Like, there there are many ways to express it and to live it and be authentic and not and not have it feel like it needs to be up to XYZ person's level of Blackness. Like, yeah. it's, it's all over. If you don't want to wear Supreme stuff, you don't want to wear ripped up jeans or whatever, that's completely fine. It doesn't make you less Black than the person who does. Correct. Um, it doesn't make you more black than the person who does. Like you, yeah. you have your own lane. That person has their own lane. If you like to listen to, I don't know, classical music, that's cool too. It doesn't make you less black. Um, or more black. Or more black. You, you just, you just have to live yours out as authentically as possible. If you like anime. That's cool too. If you like video games, that's cool too. Um, the one thing I won't abide is y'all people that don't be like trying to like do something with your hair. Um, I don't abide that. That that right there, you gotta you gotta talk to some real black people about that. Cause I notice there's certain communities of black people who are just you know like I'm just weird and I'm just out here doing my thing and y'all know who I'm talking about. They always be having like a fried looking perm or like they trying to transition, but they're not really sure what they're doing. Especially like, have you seen some of these guys? I don't know if you've ever seen them. Um, Some of the like black, like weird nerd anime guys. They always, for some reason, get a perm and then like try to slick it back like Malcolm X before he was Malcolm X. Um, He's giving me a Malcolm Little T, but it just doesn't look as luxurious. Like they're trying to be Jadena, but it doesn't. It doesn't translate. Um, so stop doing that. That's a form of blackness I don't want to see. I, I want you to stop that. Because you they, 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 I don't want to. They can it. do what they want. They can. I just don't want to see it. You hate to see it. Like, the hair just be looking all dry and frazzled and just. That's right. Nothing's worse looking than a dried out perm. It's just nobody wants it. But, um, yeah, on a serious note, like, speaking of Jadena, like, Jadena is, like, a, another example of a type of blackness. Like, he's not, like, woke woke. But, like. He is, you know, very tuned into his blackness and his Africanness. So he wears a lot of like African prints. So if that's the type of stuff you want to do to express your blackness, do that. Mm-hmm. If you want to, 
I don't know, like wear bead outfits and stuff, like whatever, like whatever it is that makes you feel authentically black and, and is true to your expression of that as it relates to your life experiences and your 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 identification, then go for it. Because it's like, at the end of the day, everything we do, everybody else is trying to do it in some way, shape or form. Like the way, you know, people used to, you know, feel some type of way. Like I always used to, as a kid, see how the tourists would come and be sitting on the beach, getting their hair braided and putting beads in it. And it's like, when we did that, it was like, we had to be conservative about the color beads we put in and how many beads we put in. And then some schools were like, no, you can't have that. You can't do that. The way we police our own stuff yeah. is yeah. insanity. But then other people will come and do it. And it's just like, it's no big deal. Yeah. And it's like, no, that's crazy. Like, we shouldn't have to feel like we have to police the things that we've made. Yeah. Because it's ours. We made it. We, right. we came up with braiding. We came up with beading of hair this is all us so why do we feel like participating in it and actively using it and not appropriating it is in some way shape or form something we need to be ashamed of or feel like we need to tone down for being too black yeah. everybody's trying to be black the reason why i say don't have braids um as a guy is because we're not in 2002 that's no the seriously only, that's the only reason why I say like that. the only like honestly the only person <laughs> that i think is allowed to have braids right now as an adult is alan iverson like it seems to be a thing he doesn't seem to be interested in letting it go so we're just gonna move on as a people so. um but beyond that i don't know past the age of like 25 and i'm being generous here while you're still running around with braids yes like if you want to have hair just get locks my guy just after 2002 it just looks crazy no that's the only reason i'm saying this right like i like at this point i think alan iverson has always had those braids so we can't imagine him with anything else so it's just like go ahead bro like that's what you're doing like i'm surprised he still has hair to braid at this junction in life because he's literally been braiding that hair that same hair for 20 plus years um but I'm not going to argue with Alan Iverson about, about his hair. That's his expression of blackness. See? Um, because uh, I don't know if you guys had heard, but a couple weeks ago, like somebody like stole a bag of his a bag of his that had jewelry in it like from a hotel lobby. And then when they figured out it was his, they brought it right back. They were like, I don't want no smoke. So that leads me to believe that um, I don't want to say anything about that man's hair and what he's choosing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, that's his expression of blackness like i said and i'm just gonna let him do him but like for the rest of you yeah no to the braids after like 25 like you gotta either like get locks or cut that off but i'm not i'm not interested in seeing you do braids it just it it just it i don't like it (laughs) um yeah okay like why why do you have like it's just i've seen very few situations where it actually was like a move for an adult man, it just—I don't know. It's just, yeah, no. no. Okay, don't do it, please. I beg of you. All right. Is there anything else on this topic before you move on? Um, yeah, just be black, man. Be your version of black, whatever that means. Don't let nobody tell you be black, that there's black. anything anything wrong with it. Like, live your best life, whatever your black looks like. Just do it. Be it. Live it. Because it's you. It's in you. It's be fearless. Yes. Word. Word. Don't let these people try to put their rules on you. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Within the confines of like the law, obviously. Yes. Um, gotta clear that part. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, sure. Word, word, word. Word to the homie, big boy. Once again, if you have any um thoughts on our topic, please mm-hmm. talk to us. Let us know what's going on. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, and we're going to go right into our artist spotlight. Artist spotlight. Oh, oh, oh. It's a spotlight. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, I today. You're the one that started. It's going to be the Goody Mob. Goody? The Goody Mob. Um, If you know anything about hip-hop, you know Goody Mob. If you don't, you probably don't know. Um, That's one of the reasons I talk about sometimes some artists that you like, why everybody should know them. If you're not into hip-hop, you don't know who Goody Mob is. (laughs) Goody Mob, but you probably do know who CeeLo is. CeeLo is part of Goody Mob. Um, Goody Mob is four individuals, Big Gip, Cujo, CeeLo, and Timo. Um, they were a hip-hop group based in Atlanta. They're part of a group called the Dungeon Family. Mm-hmm. The Dungeon Family um, included Outkast. It was Outkast and Goody Mob, and they were all Sleepy Brown also. They, also, they used to be downstairs just making music. And like, and it's called the Dungeon Family because they used to be like in the basement just making music nonstop. Mm-hmm. That's what they're doing. Like, like all those first albums that Outkast made, all made in Dungeon Family. <laughs> they all made them together. And like... Outcast was the first act they like they pushed out and went fly, went hot, and then they went to the next one, which was Goody Mob. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been out since 1991. Mm-hmm. 1991. Uh, before you know the CeeLo you have now, it's a lot of singing. He was he was a rapper. Um, he he did a lot more rapping. Let's say it that way. Um, and um, they uh they've been. Around for a while, around for a while. Um, if you, I, I guess the song that most people like that that kind of broke them is a song called Cell Therapy, which you're gonna play next. Okay. I'm gonna play. Well, play right now. Um, I kind of, if you take some time, please look at um Goody Mob. Um, they have five studio albums. Oh, I know they had it, man. That Soul Food came out in 1995. Still Standing, 1998. World Party. Mm-hmm. 1999, One Monkey Don't Stop No Show, 2004. You never do. And Age Against the Machine in 2013. Okay. Age Against the Machine. Mm. Yes. Which is different than Rage. Huh? Totally different. <laughs> <laughs> like interesting. Yeah. Um. <laughs> apparently that album was supposed to be called We Sell Drugs Too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it changed to Age Against the Machine. Well, praise the Lord. <laughs> Um, that was a lot. They can't call it We Sell Drugs too. Can't do that. I I wouldn't. You know, no, I either. I wouldn't. Sure, you can do what you want. I I just wouldn't. I would I would strongly well, recommend. Well, against what if they sold drugs too? I feel like. Then they should be quiet about that before the um, <laughs> DEA comes they, looking for them. They can't, they can't. They can't tell people that they sold drugs. Okay. They can tell people that they know that you know, but not like the whole world on like, <laughs> that we a public too. record. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it. I but it's definitely one way of living your authentic blackness. But I just wouldn't recommend it. But yeah, like Good Mob was good because they had a different sound. Um, they came from the south, like around around when like New York was like the top of hip hop at the time, and they were like they were trying to show that the south had something to say. Like mm-hmm. the Outkast came first, and the Goody Mob came with like it was like a very um. I guess it was like about about their their neighborhood, about mm-hmm. the area, about what was going on in that neighborhood. 
So what I'm going to play for you is cell therapy. Once again, if if you know Goody Mob, you probably know the song. Mm-hmm. All right, that's not it. And all right. Thank you. 
your dish now. No more fishing for your fish. No more fishing for my days of the old days, past ways gone. Mind blown perception, perception. My name on your selection, but I come. That is Goody Mob. Mm-hmm. Soul Therapy. Word. I never do the name of that song. I learned some new... There's a lot of songs I read that I don't know the actual real name for. Because <laughs> um, if I wanted to describe that song to somebody, I would have sang the Who's That Peak? And then I would have did that because that's... <laughs> But that's not the name of the song. No, it's okay. absolutely not. It is. Who's the peeking through my window? Blah. Nobody now. I mean, yes, yeah, that's how that goes. <laughs> but you don't know this. Wow. You never knew who was peeking through the window. It got crazy. There's nobody picking you right now. No, no. Sure. We're not here. Um, Yeah, so that's that on that. Um. All right. So yeah, um, speaking of you know southern music, um, this weekend random. Yes, happy birthday to um, Cash Money taking over for the nine nine in the two thousands, also known as Smack right. That A Up, um, hood classic, um, Negro spiritual. Dare I say? Um, I I did <laughs> um, because everybody knows that when you hear doom doom doom. You know what time it is. I always bring it up, but like at our baby shower, when the DJ started to play like the first strings of it, the black people of a certain age were looking around like, (laughs) are we getting ready? Is it about to go down? Um, It did not go down because it was a classy affair. And um, it was the type of level we were on there. Um, But if you know, you know. Um, and we were actually watching hip. You know, you know. We were actually watching Hip Hop Evolution on Netflix. You should watch that if you get a chance. And they were um, talking about how that song came to be and talking about like the New Orleans rap sound. And it was very, very interesting. Um, so yeah, happy birthday to that song. Um, it came out in nineteen. I think it's twenty one years old. So nineteen ninety nine. It's legal. That song can now have beverages. Um, yeah, happy birthday. Um, in election news, uh, Bernie Sanders appears to have won the Nevada caucus, so that'll be interesting. Okay. Um, his supporters need to relax and stop death threatating people and can stuff. You, can, like, you, can y'all simmer down? Just simmer. Y'all out here sending death threats to Ava DuVernay, like just. <laughs> you just, have you have to relax. Just relax, okay? Just, just relax. <laughs> you'll, you'll have to relax. Like they're rabid, and I'm just like, not everybody sees it for the guy. They don't have a personal problem. Like, they take it personally if someone's like, eh, I'm thinking about voting for Warren, man. I don't know. And then they start wilding. Like, I just need y'all to relax, okay? Um, I will say I need the Democratic Party to pay attention to who's winning these caucuses. Because um, I don't want y'all to pull no foolishness like I did last time. We all, you know, just was like, okay, well, that's cool that they win in these things, but we just going to put this person up here. Let's not do that, okay? Well, that's not what happened. I mean, you know, what what happened was like the reason why th- that people were upset was because the last one the um before the votes even came out the 
Democrats already got behind somebody. Yeah. And there was. I, I guess that's my point. They're, they're getting behind somebody without. So, like, they put money behind one person, not yes. the other. Yeah, I guess that, that, that's, that's, that, what, that, that's what the problem That's is. what I mean. I'm like, don't just be like, okay, so we see what the people may be saying, but we're going to put our money behind XYZ anyway, regardless of what. Well, it, it was kind of half. I mean, and half. she wasn't not winning, but like, it was it half just, and half. It's just she, they gave her an extra push. Yeah, so I'm just like, let's just let's just try to be a little more equitable about this yeah. this time around. Yeah, like um, I, I, like it's, it's it's not that people didn't vote for. Her. Yeah, it's 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 just I guess because they um they wanted her to be the nominee, they put more um effort in her. They really, they didn't really see Bernie being nominee. Yeah. Um, also the last debate, um, Elizabeth Warren came knocking and bucking and ready to fight. And she was dragging Michael Bloomberg by the hairs of his chinny chin chin yep. the whole time. And I'm like, you know what, gang gang, sis. Um, you know, do you? I'm not even mad. I'm not even mad. Um, I'm very interested to see where the rest of these go. Um, like I said before, I need y'all to wrap this up like as a people. Um, because this be going on for too long. November can't come fast enough. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all about to stress me all the way out, and I don't like it. But whatever, we'll see. We'll see how things go. Um, uh, remember, please vote. Um, please get yourself registered to vote if you are not registered to do so. There are three elections. Yes, there is the state primary. There is the Democratic primary. If you're a Democrat, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. There's the state primary, the Democratic primary, and there is the actual final election. If you are a registered Democrat, these do not apply. If you are registered independent, they will not let families, you conservative vote in the primary. If you're any other, which is some crap, parties. but whatever. <laughs> I think I think that's literally the only reason I changed from independent to Democrat because I was like, oh y'all not gonna let me vote down to the primary. No, I said this is rude. How dare you? What's the what is the point of people having other affiliations if when it comes down to it, you're not giving them the choice, the chance to make a choice. On the level where nah, it kind of matters the most. Yeah, she's the gang, son. You gotta be part of the gang. If you're not part of the gang, you can't be part of the gang, son. I'm like, I don't. What if I don't want Join to the gang, son? You gotta be jumped in. <laughs> but, but what if I don't want that? What if. Nah, son. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. I don't want it. You, you know, I don't care. I don't want it. You know, you're not working family. But I, I, I know, but I do feel like <laughs> it's kind of stupid. No, it is stupid. Um, that people can't. But um, both both parties. Want a two-party system because they get the most money. They know that having other parties splits their money. Yeah, and that's what it's all about ultimately, yep. right? Yep. They know it splits their money. That um, if we have other parties, then they'll get some of the money that we want for our party. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really what it is. It's just a money thing. Epi, as epi as it always is. Mm. All right, what's next? Um, so uh, Rihanna won the President's Award or was awarded the President's Award at the NAACP Image Awards that um, took place this past weekend. Uh, and the speech she gave was very stirring and powerful. And um, it's been re-blogged, retweeted, reposted everywhere in the last uh, 24 to 48 hours. And basically the highlight of it was, you know, social justice and equality and the fight for that is everybody's problem not just people of color's problem. And basically, if you are a non-person of color and you want to call yourselves our friends and allies, you got to put your hands to the plow and do the work too. And I'm like, yes, Robin, tell them, tell them. 
Um, but the NAACP Awards was really nice. Um, it wasn't long and drawn out like these other award shows be where you be there for four hours. Like, God, what is happening? Um, everybody looked beautifully black. Um, Jill Scott performed. Her performed. One of um, Bob Marley's 37 grandkids performs. Um, he got his family. He's it's extensive. Um, he got he, I think Bob Marley had like what six kids. Yeah. And then those six kids have multiple children. So it's a lot of people out there. Um, it's a lot of Marleys. So yeah, they're they're out there in the streets. Um, so yeah, that was that was it was a really nice show. Um, Anthony Anderson was the host. Um, I don't know if I liked him as a host, but you know, I don't I, know if I, I like. I actually didn't see anything by him being a host. So. Yeah, I don't know if I like him as a person. Um, you like Anthony Anderson? I don't know. There's something about him. I don't dislike him, but there's something about him that makes me be like, mm, I don't know. It's random. Something about him just gives me the, hmm. But what? I give, I give him a little side eye. I don't know why. I don't. I don't. I don't have a reason. It's just a feeling. What? It's just a feeling. I'm not wrong about these things, so it will be revealed eventually. That's right. Um, like I don't know something about him. He just kind of gives off like an a hole vibe to me. Like, kind of like Mike Epps. I don't enjoy either of them. Well, like not I, Anthony Anderson might give it away because his roles. For a long time, were a holes. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like not not into like blackish to become like like likable. Yeah. yeah. So if, and I like if, if, I like him in blackish. There's just something about his aura that makes me. Well, like I said, he was yeah. he was he's been around for a long time, and for, in a lot of roles, he was a hole. So that might be play into it. It might be. It's possible. It, I might, just... it might just be because of who you've seen him has multiple times. I don't know. I just have a general like eh about him but he was fine whatever um but yeah it was really <laughs> what it was a really nice award show um marseille won some stuff angela bassett won some stuff um michael b jordan and uh jamie um won some stuff for um just mercy which is like a really good movie you guys should go see it um i'm not gonna lie i was a little confused that brie larson aka captain marvel was there i was like why is she here it's the NAACP award. She's not a colored person. But then when I realized she was there as part of Just Mercy because Jamie and uh, what she called it. I didn't know why she was there. It was real strange. It was all these black women and this random, very white, very obviously white woman. I was like, what, what, why is she here? She did. I said, uh, Captain Marvel was not a black movie, so why is she here? But then when I realized she was part of the Just Mercy thing, because I kind of forgot she was in it, to be honest, and I saw it. I was like, oh yeah, she was the one that was the sister. Yeah, okay. That's right. Got it. I just it just felt weird because I felt like she was the only white person there because I didn't see any other ones but her. But you know, go off, sis. Live your life. That's um right. I'm be honest. Like I gotta go back and look at like the red carpet pictures and stuff like that. I feel like she's the only white person that I saw. And whatever those gloves were she had on, I hated it. But okay. <laughs> um, yeah. I didn't enjoy Rihanna's dress either. It gave me like a frock tee, but not in a good way. But the color was really nice and everything else was cool. Um Angela looked amazing in her green. Um but Angela always looks amazing. Like it was just a good time. It was a it was a nice show. That's to watch. Good. That's good. Um up next. So Kobe and Gianna's memorial um happened today. We're recording this on Monday. So I watched it at work like every other self-respecting black person should have been um it was not that long i was pleasantly surprised i thought it was going to be a like i thought it was going to take the whole day 
Um, but it did not. I guess Staples Center said y'all got to be out of here by, this, yeah, by a certain yeah. time. Yeah, we got to play with y'all more. Yes, we got things to do, girl. So y'all got to get out. Um, I think it was about two and a half or three hours long, which isn't bad. Um, you know, Vanessa came up and kind of eulogized um, Kobe and Gigi, which I was like, eh. uh, I cried a little bit. I was like, Vanessa, no. But she she held it together. She was really, really good about it. Um, Beyonce opened it up and sang um, two songs, which apparently were um, Kobe's uh, favorite songs. Um, she sang EXO, which I happened to like quite a bit. And um, she sang Halo. Um, who else was there? Um, Michael Jordan and Shaq gave some really funny, um, nice speeches. Um, his best friend, um, Rob Palenka, also um, spoke. Um, I had to like work, so I didn't watch the whole thing from beginning to end. Um, I also know that Alicia Keys was there. I didn't check it out because... Her and live performances are very dicey and people keep asking her to do them, but um, I haven't seen the internet dragging her, so I assume it went fine. And the last thing I saw was um, Christina Aguilera singing um, Ave Maria. Um, overall, it was a good service. It wasn't like super de black de black 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 like, you know, how others can be, because Kobe was a Catholic. He wasn't like spicy Baptist black. So you didn't spicy have... Baptist black. <laughs> I mean, you know what I mean. So, you know, you know, you know, like, just, you know, you have, like, you know, there was no Jennifer Hudson, like, doing the most with the singing and all the hollering. It wasn't all that. It was just a very nice demure. Spicy, um, spicy Baptist book. I'm just saying. Um, Beyonce did activate her um, gospel black girl vocals for when she sang. I said, come on and give us a little soul. Give us a little St. John's United Methodist Church. I'm not mad. Um... Yeah, ultimately, I felt like it was a pretty good service. I saw people complaining, why didn't his parents get up and speak? Why didn't his sisters get up? What, what's happening? I'm like, what's happening? A, maybe they didn't want to. B, do you know that that doesn't happen all the time? It funerals? doesn't. Most, yeah. A lot of funerals, most, most people, they don't speak anything? They don't. Because they don't have to? They don't have not to. for them? No. And I'm like, also. Yes, so people, they're coming to. Um, Mourn their loved one. And they're also... Not, they don't have to say anything. Yeah. Kobe and Gigi were buried in like a private ceremony. This was just a public memorial service. They so who knows? To... They may have said something at that other service. Why do they have to get up and say something? And then also like, we know that Kobe and his like family, like his parents specifically, had a tenuous relationship. So who knows if that was something they felt like they needed to do or wanted to do. Look, who knows the dynamics? Either way, they were there. It wasn't like they weren't invited. They were barred from coming in. They were in the building. They were present. Y'all people just need to stop nitpicking. Like, people are really big mad. I sometimes want to choke people. That he <laughs> chose to marry Vanessa. Sometimes. And have a family. Like, sometimes when he choke He was married to that woman for, like, what, 18 years or something like that? Like, let it go. Sometimes, like, I sometimes want to fight people. Sometimes, seriously, that's who he chose. That's who he had kids with. Y'all can say whatever y'all want to say, but that's who he chose. So just build a bridge and get over it. I just want to fight people. People are like, oh, she's gonna get all his money, and he ain't sharing nothing with his family. Listen, that man can do whatever he wanted to do with his stuff, and that's what he did, and that's that on that. Correct. Build a bridge, get over it. Um, leave it alone. Um, related to this, I do want you all to stop with the art of. Nipsey Hussle welcoming um, Gianna and Kobe into heaven. I thought, you know, St. Peter had a job and it was his job to be at the gates. I'm not sure how Nipsey got promoted to that job, but the mm -hmm. art that people are making is insinuating that such a thing is taking place. And then, oh my God, did you... He's welcoming all the California people, I guess. Did you see the... I saw the picture and I meant to send it to you. I don't know if you saw it. It's a picture of 
Nipsey Hussle and Pop Smoke dapping up in heaven. Talking about woo-woo, because, you know, what's his name? He used to say, welcome to the woo. And then in the background, is Kobe and Gianna talking about woo-woo. Why are they woo-woo? What do they have to do with this? <laughs> you people have got to stop. <laughs> you have to be stopped. Like, I appreciate your, like, artistic gifts, but, like, why? Kobe and Gianna don't have nothing to do with Nipsey and Pop Smoke. Nothing at all. Like, I just don't. Y'all got to stop. Y'all have to relax. You look crazy, okay? Um. So... <laughs> Moving on. It's, it's been a lot for a lot of people for the last year, so they had to play everybody together. It's, too it's much. Been, it's been a lot for everybody. So it's too much. Allegedly, um, uh, both Pop Smoke and Nipsey Hussle were a part of um the Crips gang. Um, allegedly, um, I don't believe Gigi or Kobe ever were, so I'm not really sure why they were all in blue and talking about woo woo. Like it just. <laughs> It didn't go together. It was something that people were trying to put together that didn't need to go together, and I didn't, I didn't like it. Like I didn't it? want it. You don't want I it. I don't want it. Okay. Me is don't like it. Um. So let's not. Um. So let me just say this. Rest in peace to the what about Weinstein movement, because every time somebody talked about Bill Cosby or talked about R. Kelly, what about Weinstein? Guess what? Here's what about him. He got convicted on two counts, okay? Two, two counts. Weinstein has been convicted of third-degree rape against aspiring actress Jessica Mann and a count of criminal sexual act in the first degree against a production assistant named Mimi Haley. So he is going to wear the clink, okay? He's going to the jail, okay? He was found guilty, Okay. So the next time one of y'all want to sit up here and talk about they trying to bring the black man down. What about Weinstein? He going to jail too. He about to see Bill and R. Kelly at the jail. Maybe they'll be roommates. I don't know. They going uh, one to jail. person was like, well, why? Why won't Oprah say anything about this? I was like, because he, he, he had nothing to do with black women. He had nothing to do with them. And why does Oprah have to say something about it? If that was her real life friend and she don't feel like she want to say nothing, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, no. R. Kelly was a her real life friend. Bill Cosby was a her real life friend. And it had nothing to do with black women. It had, and it, whatever. It's whatever. Ultimately, Harvey Weinstein is, uh, has been, but let's see what the, um, Harvey Weinstein has been found guilty. Now let's see what the, um, sentence is going to look like. Um, but I think it was a very, Excuse me. Um, it was a very um, unexpected thing because people were like, "Oh, he's you know a person of power and influence. He's never going to get um, convicted." But the jury said, and I was kind of nervous too because the jury was hung up and mm-hmm. they were going back and forth. They were hung on like some of the charges, and the judge was like, "Well, y'all better go back and talk about it. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't gonna come back in here. Y'all ain't gonna come back in here with this." Um, so basically, I was very surprised to see. Um, that. So he's going to be sentenced um, March 11th. So in a couple of weeks, oh, they're doing that sentencing quick. Um, So let's see. I want to see if they're going to tell what the potential um, length of serving time can be. Um, Yeah. Who knows? It could be up to 25 years. And up to 25 years. years. A minimum of five, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
for it's a, a, a possible prison sentence of five to 25 years for the criminal sexual assault. The third degree rape case carries a sentence from probation to four years in prison. I mean, either way, I think that he's going to be somewhere in somebody's jail. Um, yeah, very soon. But then I think I saw something where they were saying that he got rushed to the hospital or something of course he did. with chest pains. Of course. Yes. Allegedly, DK. All right. DK chest pains. Okay. Um. So yeah, we'll we'll see how that uh we'll see how that story yeah continues that's, to that's develop. She's out of those. Mm-hmm. Cause he walking around here with a walker looking crazy. I'm like, like, sick now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, sick. sir, if you don't. Like I was, I feel like if I ever saw it with that walk, I would kick it just because you're not really sick. <laughs> I'm sick. Stop playing. Stop lying to us. We're not dumb. Um. Anyway, moving on. I'm. I'll be tuned in for the sentencing. Um. Moving on. Rest in peace. Um. Three beautiful black women have transitioned in the last week. Black History Month been just been real deafy. I don't like it. We gotta start over. Um. But yeah. Um. Rest in peace to Janet Dubois. Um, from Good Times. She was Thelma on Good Times. Rest in peace to model, author, and restaurateur B. Smith. Um, she was 70 years old when she passed. She passed from uh, Alzheimer's related um, complications, I guess. Um, and rest in peace to Katherine Johnson. She was 101 years old. She was the famous mathematician, mathematician, I'm sorry, who um, the movie um, Hidden Figures was based on. She basically calculated us to the moon like an excellent black woman would. Um, I didn't know this, but when I was like looking up, reading about her, apparently she was the Hampton um, commencement speaker in 2017 so basically you're saying that at 98 years old she was out here giving commencement speeches to the kids i'm like how excellent at 98 years old if i live to be that long i'm at the house girl i'm watching golden girls and trying to live my best life i'm not coming out so to talk to these kids. <laughs> i'm not these kids um so yeah she uh passed away as well so rest in peace to all three of them um you know they 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 fought the good fight they lived good lives um, and contributed a great deal to society. not just the black community, but to society. American society as a whole. Yeah. Um, now on to just quickly touch on some foolishness. Um, so if you have Netflix, I need you to get into Love is Blind. If you don't have Netflix, I need you to get someone's password and watch this thing. So what is Love is Blind? Love is Blind. Um, I discovered it from the people on the internet talking about it. So basically what it is, it's like a dating experiment kind of show. Um, a little married married by first sight-ish, but like a little more involved. So essentially they have people meet each other, um, and talk in like separated rooms without ever seeing each other to build an emotional connection. Then at the end of that period, they decide if they want to leave engaged um, so they get engaged, still not seeing each other. They finally see each other maybe like a day after they propose and accept the proposal. And then they talk, then they send them off to like a vacation where they can see if the emotional connection builds into a physical connection. And then after the vacation piece, they have them move in together and meet each other's families and do all this stuff. And then it ultimately ends with them getting married or at least getting to a wedding ceremony. And then at the ceremonies, when they decide whether they want to like marry this person that they've like built this connection with, it all basically seems like it happens over the course of a month. So it's very fast. Um, but oh my goodness, the show is so intriguing. 
Um, so I don't want to spoil too much of it, but like once you start watching it, there's one character that you're absolutely going to want to be like, you know what? We could fight for sure. Um, there's one character on there that everyone universally hates. Um, there's a few couples that are like, you know, something wrong with y'all. I don't think y'all should be together. There's really only one couple off of this that I, um, actually believe in right now. Um, I'm really sad about the black couple and how that turned out. Um, I really, I don't want to spoil it. But, like, the fact that there was only one black couple and, you know, how that went, it was kind of trash. But, um, you know, other than that, it's a pretty good show. You should check it out on Netflix. Um, the finale is coming on. It's going to be posted at 3 a.m. on Thursday, the 27th. I won't be up because that's irresponsible. I need to go to work. But I probably will be watching it on my phone on my way to work because I need to know how this thing has happened before the internet spoils it for me. Um, but yeah, it's a really, really good show. You should check it out on the flicks of net. Um, oh my God. Speaking of Netflix, did you see the stranger things trailer? No. Season four trailer. They haven't posted a date, but they, there is a trailer out. Um, and, uh, the officer, the, what's his name? Officer guy that we thought was maybe dead is not dead. Okay. That was like the big twist. I mean, I didn't think he was dead. Seems yeah, I think so yeah. Um, but yeah, that was the big trailer twist is that he's like out in some snowy place looked like Siberia. Oh, so the upside down, 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 down. Yeah. Yeah. So looks crazy. Can't wait to see um, when they put it out. I'll be glued. Yeah. Like I always am. Stranger Things is amazing. So yeah, that was all I had to talk about. Did you have any other other things that you wanted to chitter chat about out here in these American streets? Um. Well, um, I'll, I guess I'll give you a breakdown next week. I listened to it a few times, but Royce the Five and Nine released the album. Okay. Um, it is called The Allegory. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I listened to like the first single he put out. It's called Upside Down, which is kind of fly. Okay. Um, he went off. Benny the Butcher went off. Okay. Um, yeah, you can get a chance. You know, you know, um, that's he, he's in my top five. Yes, let me let me go on to the titles and download it. Yeah, came out on um the twenty first. So yeah, um, I'm I'm rocking. Uh, so what I've heard before it sounds good. How do a better breakdown next time? We come back to here. Word 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 word. word. All right. So, in our final Black History Month highlight, I feel like I want to do one for Women's History Month, like highlight women every every week on the pod. Okay. Um, but yes, um, this week, um, my Black History Month highlight is Marian Anderson. And Marian Anderson was a famous opera singer um, who was active... From about, I want to say, um, 1925 to about 1965, Um, Her birthday is actually February 27th, so shout out to the good sis. Um, she passed away in 1993 at the age of 96. Um, she was a contralto. Um, that was her vocal range, basically. Um, and she was very, very talented, was offered a lot of roles, 
um, in European opera companies, but you know, they required more acting than she was skilled at. She says, sis, I sing. I don't act. Let me not go over here and, and overdo it. Let me just stick to singing. Um, she, you know, recorded a lot of songs, you know, like a lot of Negro spirituals and traditional songs, but also some very like traditional opera as well. Um, she, um, dealt with a lot of like racial issues and like, you know, with segregation and not being allowed to like sing in certain locations and, you know, it was a hot mess, uh, with certain stuff. Um, in 1939, though, she did kind of break through that and she did an Easter concert um, on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. And this was in 1939, which, you know, that was kind of a big deal for a black woman to do something like that. Um, she was the first black person, to, period, not just American, like black person to perform at the Metropolitan um, Opera in the city. Um she also has won several awards. Uh, she won the Kennedy Center Honors Award in 1978. She won the Presidential Medal of Freedom and the Congressional Gold Medal in the 60s and 70s. And she also won a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award in 1991, just a few years before her death. Um, she just really was just excellent and really opened the doors for a lot of, um, black opera singers, um, that more people may be familiar with today, like Lee and Time Price. Um, and, um, she just really was out here being just excellent. Um, she also received honorary doctorates from Howard Temple and Smith College, um, you know, as recognition for her work. Um, and there's various scholarships and stuff established in her honor to help um, other um, African-Americans in the arts who are, you know, interested in making strides in, um, in humanitarian efforts, because that was a really big thing for her. Um, she also, um, what else about her? Her house in Philadelphia um, was added to the National Register of Historic Places in 2011. And, you know, she's just, she's a big deal. Um, all the Black opera singers out there basically pay homage to her because she kind of paved the way for them to be out here in the streets being great. So shout out to Marian Anderson. Work. Um, and my person is Miss Nikki Finney. Um, Nikki Finney. Uh, she was born in 1957. She's the daughter of a lawyer and a teacher. Finney's parents were both active in the civil rights movement, and her childhood was shaped by the turmoil and unrest in the South, 1960s and 70s. Um, in an interview with Oxford American, Finney noted, I've never been far away from the human rights struggle Black people have been involved with in the South. That has been one of the backdrops of my entire life. Finney's engagement with political activism has also influenced her tra trajectory as a poet carefully weaving the personal and political. Finney's poetry is known for its graceful, heart-filled synthesis of the two. Influenced by Lucille Clifton and Nikki Giovanni, Finney's poems explore subjects ranging from the human devastation of Hurricane Katrina to Rosa Parks to the career path of Condoleezza Rice. <laughs> Speaking about her latest book, the National Book Award winner, Head Off and Split, Finney told the Lexington Herald-Leader, I know the sound of the 60s and 70s, there was a lot of standing with signs. There were a lot of shouting. I wanted to be a poet who didn't shout, who said things, but said them with the most beautiful attention to language. I've been really working on this for 30 years. 
exploring how those two paths intersect. The path where the beautifully said things meet the real difficult things, difficult to say thing. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think this book finds its light. Yeah, she um she did a book reading at my college when I was in Hampton. Her mm-hmm. voice is phenomenal. And that's where I think it comes from, like how she says things is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm actually going to read uh, part of a poem, not the whole poem, because it's quite long. <laughs> but um, I'm going to read one of her poems she has. It's called um, Dancing with Storm. And it goes, I'm going to read part of it, an excerpt, if you will. <laughs> uh, the youngest has been married off. He is, a tall, he is as tall as Abraham Lincoln. Here, on his wedding day, he flaunts the high-spinning laugh of a newly freed slave. I stand above him, just off the second floor landing, watching the celebration unfold. Uncle cousins, bosom buddies, convertible cars of nosy paramours, strolling churlish penny pinchers pour onto the mansion estate. Below, Strom Thurmond is dancing with my mother. The favorite son of South Carolina has already danced with the giddy bride and a giddy bride's mother. More women wait, await, Easter dressy, drenched in a caramel double exposed triple cinched, lined up leggy ready. I refuse to leave the porch. If I walk down, I imagine he will extend his hand, assume I am next in his happy darky line, number 427 on his dance card, his history and mine, burnt cork and blackboard chalk, concentric, pancaked, one face, two histories, slow dragging, doing the nasty, my father knows all this, daddy's black chief justice leg straddle the boil plate, Carapace of the CSS H.L. Hungley, lost Confederate submarine, soon to be found just off the coast of Charleston. He keeps it fully submerged by applying the weight of every treatise he has ever written against the death penalty of South Carolina. Chanting Briggs vs. Elliot, he keeps the iron side door of the submarine shut. No hands. His eyes are a black father's beacon. Searching lights, blazing for the married off sons and on the unmarried, will I knows in book daughter. Born unmoored, quiet, yellow, strategically placed under hospital light to fully bake, the one with the most to lose. There will be no trouble. Still, he chain smokes, a burning stick of mint and Indian leaf seesaws between his lips. He wants me to to remember that trouble is a fire that runs like a staircase up then down, even on a beautiful day in June. I remember the new research just out, What the Negro Gave America, Chapter 9, 206. Enslaved Africans gifted porches to North America, once off the boats they were told, then made to build themselves a place to live. They built the house that will keep them alive. And on and on to the rest of the poem. Um, yeah, that's a long poem. Yeah, she's she's phenomenal. Her imagery is phenomenal. If you don't know Nikki Finney, get into Nikki Finney. I will say that. Get into it. Hey, get into it. Get into it. Get into it. Hey, 
get into it, get into it, get into it. Hey. All right. Um, you good? Yes, we are good. All right. Um, BLM T-tips to stay stop, on. Stop making that noise. Yeah. BLM T-tips to stay on. Um, top topic. Be true to yourself. Um, when you try to do something in genuine with yourself, when you're trying to sell something to somebody, it comes off that way. Um, be genuine with yourself. Um, be genuine, and even even when you're trying to sell something, um, because people people will always um feel better with something that's genuine more than something that um they feel like you're just trying to that you know nothing about. Be genuine with how you sell things, how you talk to people. Um, honesty is one of the best selling things, selling um items you can have in your repertoire. Mm-hmm. So. Please be honest. Tell the truth. Anything else? Nah. That was it. All right. Well, thank you so much for all of y'all. Yes, for, for listening. Yes. Thank you. Um, this, this is actually a short one. Yeah. Short podcast. Yeah. One of our shortest. Thank you so much for all your participants. And Word. We will catch you later, and we bid you adieu. Adieu. Deuce, 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 deuce. Peace. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, boy. Yeah, yeah. It's the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey, it's hey. the All Love No Fear Podcast. Hey, check hey. us out. It's the All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. podcast uh huh, uh huh. All Love Oh No Fear Podcast. Hey.